Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon Gamer Girl Summer. I'm your host, Sergio, here with Kai and Matt. Uh-oh. Hello. And today, uh, not to toot my own horn, but we have finally something good. Because it was written by me. Yes. Yeah. I like I'd like to think that I can actually write things. We'll so, be the judge of that. Yes. yes, you will be the judge of that. And what I have to you today <clears throat> is Kill a JoJo, Satsuki and Joe Leeds, Sexy Adventure. All right. So the main question here is, am I going to be narrating again, or do you want to narrate it, Sergio? Uh, you, you, you may narrate. You're always the narrator. Do you even have to ask that question? Yes. I will be Jolene. Sergio's Jolene, of course. Yes. He has Unless he wants to be Satsuki. No, I, I can be Sasuke if you want to be Jolene. I mean, you have to be Jolene, though. You have to. Okay, let's, I'm let's going think to here. Be, I'm going to be Jolene, then, so that leaves you to be Sasuke. What Ties were you going to think about? This relationship. You said, let's think. I want to think for a minute. Let's okay, think. think. What are we thinking about? I don't know. Okay. That's what I was asking. Right. What are we thinking? About? I, I will start because I have the I have the first line. Excellent. Yare yare. What do we have here? Jolene cocked her head as a woman in a green dolphin street prison jumpsuit walked inside. Would you like <clears throat> to be the guard, Matt? Jolene. Oh, wait, this is this has to be a female guard. I'm not going to change the voice. It's just going to sound like a man. No, no, I said it was a male guard. Don't question it. What? But it's the... Fe okay. Don't, don't question it. <clears throat> Jolene, meet Satsuki Kiryuin. She's going to be your cellmate for the next few weeks until she gets transferred. Oh, yeah, and I should probably mention she's got about 20 murders on her record. <laughs> Hope you don't end up one of them. <laughs> Ah, shut up, Quentin. Why don't you go look at your feet pics or something? <laughs> <laughs> Jolene growled as she... As he... Jolene's a fucking trans man again? As he walked off. Okay, the you guard. mean the guard then. But didn't you... No, wait, never mind. The guard is now. Okay. Keys jingling down the hall. Jolene scanned Double Space, her new cellmate, with inquisitive but watchful eyes. I'm sorry, Sergio, you're not exempt from the Double Space check. She had already had to fight several inmates sent to kill her by one Enrico Pucci, and she wasn't about to get ambushed yet again. This Satsuki woman was incredibly tall, probably rivaling her father in height. Isn't Satsuki like the, the average height of a Japanese school girl? Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I didn't look it up. She I was like, long... big dummy mommy. <laughs> she had long, black, flowing hair and sharp Japanese features. Most notably, however, her breasts were honking. Some might even say they were bazongas. And Jolene took note of this. She was, in fact, a lesbian after all. Because all women in prison are lesbians. That's what Orange is the New Black taught me. <laughs> okay, well, what, what kind of voice does Satsuki have? Uh, strict, haughty, sophisticated, okay. boss bitch girl. 
Okay. I think I can do it. Okay. <clears throat> Stop that gaze this instant. Satsuki barked as sat down on the lower bunk. She didn't need to a close examination to see Jolene for who she was. Her job as headmaster of Hanoji Academy made her an excellent judge of character. You remind me of those disgusting no-star boys back at Hanuji. I suggest you keep your eyes to yourself if you know what's good for you. No-star boys? What the hell are you talking about? I'm more concerned if you're here to kill me or not. Don't be absurd. A punk like you is beneath me. Not even worth drawing a blade at. Satsuki scoffed. Who you calling a punk, bitch? Jolene grabbed Satsuki by the collar and pulled up to her face. You're working for Poochie, aren't you? You aren't an ordinary inmate. Satsuki kneed Jolene in the guts, causing her to drop Satsuki and clutch her abdomen in pain. Okay, I probably should have seen that one coming. I don't know any goddamn Poochie. Now leave me alone and I'll be out of your hair soon. I just need to find... Ah! <laughs> Jolene then charged at Satsuki, <laughs> who merely sighed. A little annoyed that she had to do this, she grabbed the sheath of her katana, which was taped to her leg through her pants. How the fuck did that get past the search, Sergio? <laughs> You'll find out. To her leg through her pants and pulled her katana out in a fluid strike that decapitated Jolene, her body clattering to the ground as her head flew through the air. Decapitation! The end. And that's the end. The end. All right. Well, that was great. We did it, boys. We did it. We did it. I love Gamer Girl so much. <clears throat> but not really. Hey, what the fuck? Jolene exclaimed as she managed to catch her head in place, floating above her fallen body with a string attaching the bottom of her severed head to her body. What? What? How are you doing that? I... Satsuki looked down at her katana. She could have sworn she felt the familiar feeling of blade cutting into flesh, only to find that there was not a speck of blood upon it. It's my stand ability. Jolene said as confidently as you could be when you are a head attached by a string to your body, which is currently trying to stand back up. Stone free. Stand name, Stone Free. User Jolene Kujo. Ability, it's user who can unravel their body into any kind of string. Stand? What is a stand? Satsuki said in disbelief as she watched Jolene's body stand up and grab her head, placing it on her neck, and the string that had come loose wrapped back around where she struck her throat and it became flesh once more. You're acting the wrong person, lady. All I know is I cut myself on this arrow piece and suddenly I can unravel my body into string. It's how I avoided that sword stroke of yours. She explained. Just at the moment of impact, I unraveled my head from my body, making you think that you ended my life. And as my grandfather might say, your next line is, how did you even know you were going to attempt to kill me? How did you even know that I was going to attempt to kill you? Shocked Pikachu. I, <laughs> I, 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 I figured there was some truth to what Captain Toes said earlier. You were a killer of sorts. But if you were truly working for Poochie, you'd have some knowledge of my ability. So I put myself in harm's way. Had you been away of Stonefree's capabilities, then you wouldn't be surprised I avoided an attack like that. You're smarter than you look. And with that supernatural ability of yours, you may be able to help me. Help you? With what? I'm kind of busy these days. Jolene hopped up into her bunk. Doing what? Masturbating. 
mostly. Passes the time. She said smugly. Satsuki growled. Uh, uh, Kai, you like fucking... <laughs> it was like half a decibel for each word. That's fine. <laughs> I'll do it again. Okay? Don't knock it no, until no, no. you try no, it. I mean, you look like you've never tried it. All of you know that I am the most desirable woman in all of Japan. I got simps out the door wanting to get a, wanting to get a piece of this. Satsuki fired back heatedly. Virgin. Got it. Well, Miss Virgin, what do you need help with? Satsuki again scoffed at the abrasive punk's comments and explained herself. Next. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's an inmate here who stole a Goku uniform. We got a cosplayer on our hands? No, a Goku uniform is a piece of clothing that contains life fibers. These life fibers grant the user extraordinary abilities. This thief escaped here to Florida and was arrested and put into this prison. So I need to find them and get that uniform back. And you need me for backup, right? Sounds like you got a handle. Well, I don't know the layout of the prison. Plus, I don't know this, how unpredictable this person can be. Even in the finest of warriors need backup. Ah, humility. Jolene slid out of her bed. I'll give you a hand, hot stuff. Been itching for a good fight. Satsuki blushed. Hot stuff? Um, uh, yes, thank you. Anyways, I'll need to get out of this damn jumpsuit. Satsuki, to Jolene's surprise, quickly stripped down, tossing her shirt and pants across the room to reveal her toned, muscular figure. A bead of sweat dripped down her sculpted abs so hot that jolene wanted to grill a nice juicy steak on top of them whoa jolene had big hearts in her eyes and if she had a massive futa cock it definitely be hard and throbbing <laughs> right about now <laughs> but what she questioned the most was the katana scabbard that was taped to her leg that Satsuki proceeded to rip off. How exactly did you even smuggle in that weapon? Funny story, actually. Alright, hold on. I gotta grab something I gotta take out my headphones. I'm just I don't gonna know why I wrote a little a bit while I go hours and later, grab it. Uh, this is pretty fun so far. I'm liking the, uh, the pros. I'm liking the horniness. I'm liking the everything. <laughs> Alright, I got my headphones back. I can hear now. Cool. A few hours beforehand. <clears throat> what kind of crazy lunatic murdered 20 people with a katana? Kind of a stereotypical, don't you think? A female guard said as she was packing up Satsuki's belongings to go into lockup. This one. Satsuki said with disregard. Just waiting to be sent to her cell so she could begin formulating her plan. Just then, there was a knock on the door, and a woman in a horse jockey's uniform came wheeling into the room. Uh, who are you? You aren't supposed to be here. I definitely don't remember any cripples working here. Excuse me? Oh, do you want to do this, Serge? I can do this. Excuse me, it's differently abled. <laughs> <laughs> the woman pulled a $50 bill, handed it to the guard. Why don't you take a walk? I actually do feel like taking a walk. It might be five minutes before I'm back. Don't go anywhere, kiddieween. The guard disappeared out the door, leaving the para paraplegic to talk to Satsuki. Ah, uh, corruption in the justice system. I must be in America. Satsuki <sighs> sighed. 
like yours is any better. Leaf people can be ruled innocent here. Touche. Who are you and why are you helping me? Oh my, my name's God. Johnny. Johnny <laughs> Joestar, and I'm here to protect a relative of mine. That thief you're, you're chasing may be a danger to her. Go ahead and take your weapon. Just don't get caught. Satsuki did just that, grabbing the weapon and using the nearby tape to secure it to her leg as Joni rolled out, the guard coming back in to send Satsuki off to the next step of processing. The present! Johnny Joestar? I don't have a relative with that name, none that I know of. Maybe just a coincidental name. Jolene mused as her eyes remained fixated on Satsuki's balangas. And speaking of, said, Ankarinos. Anyways, random studio mandated cameo appearances aside, why are you in your underwear? Not that I'm complaining. I condensed my Goku uniform, camo down to the undergarments, so I could sneak it past the guards. Now I just have to cut myself to feed it a little blood, and... Satsuki was cut off by the white string wrapping around her breasts and squeezing them tightly, the net around them making the supple flesh pop out between each of the nettles. She gasped and glowered at Jolene, who had unraveled her arms to start wrapping around and groping the badonkin bongud that this Japanese beauty had bounding from her chest. Can you be serious for one second? Stop, that feels kind of <laughs> good. What the fuck? Sasuke let out a breathy moan as Jolene remade her hands to grab and tug at her sweet nibs through her kamui bra amidst this strange bondage groping her string tightened up just enough to draw blood and with a super long five minute transformation sequence Sasuke was in her jukentsu override form. See I just need a little tug to get the blood flowing. I mean out. I'm helping you along is all. Jolene retracted her hands, and Satsuki had a laugh. <laughs> you're a terrible liar, Kujo. And you're kind of a stuck-up bitch, but I like that about you. Jolene then wrapped her arms around Satsuki as she stood triumphantly, sword planted in the ground and head held high. The green-haired Joestar shoved her hand directly into Satsuki's panties as they stood there in a menacing pose. Why are we doing this? Satsuki asked, not breaking her stalwart position and totally deadpan. Joe Star, family tradition. You gotta strike a pose before combat. No, I mean, why are you feeling up my hoo-ha? Some of the Joe Star poses are very homoerotic. Plus, this is 11, kinda. So we gotta have some latent sexual tension. I don't know what you're talking about, but please remove those fingers this instant. Satsuki began to blush. At least until we finish the mission. This is very trashy and very horny. Thank you, Sergio. I'm enjoying it quite a bit so far. <laughs> You're welcome. 30 minutes later. A woman with fiery red hair was loitering in the empty courtyard, humming to herself as Jolene and Sastuki pulled up, rocking their respective drip. <laughs> well, well, Satsuki Kiryuin, the woman turned to our two heroes. You really are persistent, hmm? Following me all the way to this podunk state in this wretched country. Hey, only we get to call this country bullshit. Go to back to Japan with your Dragon Ball uniform. Jolene fired back heatedly. Is that racist? Satsuki asked. I'm like a quarter Japanese. I have a card. Fair enough. Satsuki readied her sword. Satu Give Satuski. Me <laughs> Give me the Goku uniform. I'm not going to ask twice. Go to hell, Satsuki. I couldn't even give you the uniform if I wanted to. 
And why is that, Gretchen? What? Wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 hold up. Hold up. Gretchen? <laughs> Jolene burst into laughter, holding her sides. Our, our opponent is Big Gretch. How am I supposed to take that seriously? <laughs> well, if you hadn't dropped me about to exposit my backstory, you would know that I am in metaphorical bed with Poochie. She was not in literal bed with Poochie because he was gay. Gas! Jolene exclaimed. And I have pierced my Goku uniform with a stand arrow. My outfit is a part of me. She suddenly exploded into a fiery prominence that made both of them shield their eyes from its intense light. Behold, my stand! The flame-engulfing Gretchen extinguished, revealing a beautiful red dress, her head adorned with an open-faced helm that bore the likeness of a Doberman. Sirius! Stand name, Sirius. Stand user, Gretchen. Ability. Give the user the power to control molecular motion, allowing them to heat up an area until it combusts the oxygen around it. I don't care what you call it. I will retrieve my family's property. To me, Jolene. Satsuki charged forward after Gretchen, and Jolene hesitated for a second, not knowing what the stand was capable of, but couldn't just stand there doing nothing, and thus followed suit. Gretchen threw her finger forward at the charging Satsuki, igniting the ground underneath her, causing it to explode, but it did not deter Satsuki. She merely leapt from the blast with a downward strike, but Gretchen caught it in her hand and tossed her aside, but as one warrior was thrown away, another came in. Jolene leapt forward, her hand unraveling and bunched up around wrist. This string ball was rock solid, and the impact it made with Gretchen's face, Gretchen's I thought that was misspelled with Gretchen's possessive, but I'm not used to proper grammar anymore from fucking <laughs> Michael Freeney. <clears throat> and she floored the stand user. Aura! Jolene cried as her punch connected, to which she followed up with a roundhouse kick. Lo I thought this said loik kick. Cracking her across the face, Jolene's heel dug into her cheek, drawing a bit of blood as it returned to the ground. Jolene then ready for another haymaker, but Gretchen had recovered enough to use her ability on Jolene's stringed-up fist. She let out a pained scream as the stream <laughs> caught fire, causing it to revert back to normal, albeit red and blistering from the fires that had ignited it. I think we need a new strategy, Satsuki said, coming to Jolene's aid. There's not going to be much I can do if she ignites my string. Perhaps Stone Free's physical form may work. Jolene's arm unraveled, and the blue humanoid stand, Stone Free, appeared. Stone Free pulled down its sunglasses and gave Satsuki a wink before both women needed to jump out of the way, Gretchen igniting the space between them and causing it to explode. She needs oxygen to keep making things explode. Can that suit of yours travel really fast? Of course it can. What are you thinking? Run circles around her. You, you need to create a vacuum to suck all the air out. Not only will she not be able to breathe, but she won't be able to explode anything either. What are you gonna do? Keep her distracted. Now go! Sergio, did you steal that from fucking Sky High? <laughs> no, I stole it from The Flash. Okay, because that also happens in Sky High. Oh, God. Jolene yelled as Stone Free charged forward, pulling more and more string from Jolene to form its full physical body. The stunned 
then engage. In close quarters combat with Gretchen, whilst Sotsky ran circles around them, kicking up dust, grass, and rocks as a vortex began to form. Jolene kept on the move as Gretchen traded blows with Stonefree, while trying to ignite and blow up Jolene. I gotta admit, you're quite the fighter. Gretchen managed to catch one of Stonefree's punches, burning its wrist with her ability. She then placed her hand on Stonefree's face, heating up its cheek, which made it and Jolene scream in agony as the skin around Jolene's cheek began to sear and burn. But like all who oppose me, you'll have to burn in the fires of... <laughs> she took in a breath and was immediately choked. The air in the area had been completely snuffed out. Stonefree looked at her with a look of determination as Jolene shot her the same look. I would ask you to beg for mercy. Stonefree communicated to her stand mentally. But under these conditions, sound will no longer travel. Thus... No one can hear you scream. Then the music began to kick up. Jojo! Ora! Stonefree uppercutted Gretchen into the air and released a barrage of punches that cracked and shattered Sirius, pulverizing Gretchen's bones within. Jolene then threw her strings around each of Gretchen's limbs. The helpless thief could only wordlessly scream as Jolene tore all of her limbs off. Gosh damn, that's brutal. <laughs> Do I just say the Stone Ocean? Is that part of the, uh, oh, it's the Golden That's Wind part joke. part of the music. Stone Ocean. Her suffering was then finished off by Sotuski. Her sword cutting her completely in half, snuffing the enemy stand user's fire out once and for all. With Satsuki now at a standstill, the vortex cleared up and the pieces of Gretchen fell to the ground. Stonefree disappeared into Jolene and she quickly rushed to, jo oh, let's see, she passed out from the lack of oxygen. Good riddance. Satsuki spat as she watched the Goku uniform stand disappear from the pieces of Gretchen's body. She then turned to see Jolene's partially burned face and unconscious body and found herself strangely concerned. She quickly rushed to Jolene's aid. Hey! Hey, Cujo! Wake up! She took Jolene into her arms, and her desperate shakings did nothing to revive her. Feeling panicked, she began trying to administer CPR on Jolene, which quickly turned from mouth to mouth. Do a little making out, if you know what I mean. Satsuki felt strange. Normally, she would have abhorred this kind of affection, but Jolene in this short span had proved herself to be a smart and capable fighter. As much as Satsuki hated to admit, this punk criminal who spent her days masturbating and watching movies was actually making her catch feelings she couldn't help but reciprocate them. After a moment, Satsuki pulled back from Jolene's lips, and they took a second to catch their breath. Sorry about that, I can get a little carried away sometimes. No matter. The mission is complete, and I can go home now. You, um, good luck against that poochie guy. Wait, wait, hold up, Miss Virgin. You said that we could fool around a bit if we complete the mission, right? How about you take me to dinner first, and then we can see what those strings do. The end. For real this time. Not to be continued. Thoughts. Constructive criticism. Uh, too I short. Really Wanted it to be this. ten chapter epic. Yes, I agree. Too short. <clears throat> Needs to be continued. Maybe not continued. Next time. Continued. Bigger. Other than that, <laughs> it was quite fun. Uh... I think the concept is great. It was very creative to have a Goku uniform become the stand itself. I think yeah. uh, 
the the immediately horny interaction was perhaps slightly <laughs> out of character for Satsuki. You know, I don't think she's quite that thirsty. <laughs> it's it's fan fiction. Everyone's just <laughs> kind of thirsty. Um, I really liked. What? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I really liked Jolene's characterization. As just a <laughs> masturbating teenager stuck in prison. Yeah, I would like to know that everyone to know that I have never read part six, and I just researched a bunch on the wiki, and also I played JoJo Eyes of Heaven. Yeah, that's you, you pretty much got her accurately. Yeah, you got her on the money. I'm sad that there was no Hermes, that there was no uh, gun stand in the form yes. of Foo Fighters. Oh, uh, yes, Foo Fighters, the gun stand. Has, has Kai been informed about the funny gun stand joke? Yeah, yes, I th I, th I told him about the the whole Foo Fighters is a gun stand meme. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I I the last story I wrote for the podcast, which was the 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 Crisis on Infinite Phantoms with like Blade Randy and Dave Stoddard on that. That was five thousand, and I know that one was a little long, so I kind of like like just like this 3, one was this I one was, was a, a pretty play. comfortable link on the length length honestly. I don't know. I I really, even though I wasn't there for that one, I really enjoyed the like Blade Randy Dave Stider thing. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Great. I want I, I want to write this to it. that one. <laughs> Overall, yeah, quite uh, fun. Mike Freeney, take notes. That's how yes, you write a fight Mike scene. Freeney, please take notes. Yes, indeed. The fight scene was quite fun. Quite yes. quite creative. Very JoJo feel. I enjoyed that. Yes, and unlike Araki, who forgot that stands can talk to each other, I did not. Yes. It was uh, quite quite fun to see that come back. I hope one day Araki will actually remember that he put that into <laughs> JoJo Part 3. When they could literally just telepathically communicate for one fight. There's, there's so many things like that especially i i, I hope that in the anime adaptation of part six jotaro uses star finger <laughs> i uh i think it's really funny somebody was like you know araki didn't forget and he goes back to part three with the telepathic communication he's like you know he didn't say that they aren't doing that it's just like they haven't really done it but there are so many fights where telepathic communication would be so much easier so much safer so much more convenient. Yes. Not to mention the ability to just to ju to to just shrink your stand whenever yeah, you Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Remember when you could shrink your stand to a microscopic level? Remember when it was really dangerous because they couldn't see it and you could just go into their brain and fuck things up? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. That was, that was yeah. a thing. Remember when, remember when Araki said that aliens potentially exist? Yes. Yeah. Hey, remember that time when uh, you could see through your stand? Remember that time when you couldn't see through your stand? I thought you could. I, th I thought. I thought what your stand sees, you can see. Or no. is there a contradiction? Uh, ebony, ebony devil fight. How did how did Polnareff have any difficulties in the ebony devil fight? Why oh, can't he see right. through Silver Chariot? Why do they need a TV <laughs> to see inside of Joseph's head? How do they... 
just don't think about it. That's the solution. Don't think about it. But I gotta. Don't think about it. But I gotta. Turn your brain off. No. What's it called? Uh, remember, remember when when Rocky really, really wanted Josuke and Jotaro to go rat hunting? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I liked that episode, but I I believe there's an interview where somebody asked him about that, and he was just like, "Yeah, I really wanted to do an, a, a chapter about rat hunting." But why? Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite episodes. I'm gonna have to say, like ever. But still, why? <laughs> why would anyone want to go rat hunting? Why wouldn't you? It looks like real fun. I don't know. I saw a dead rat in a park once, and it wasn't enjoyable. I mean, did you get to shoot bee balls? Bee, fucking not bee balls, but the the fucking... <laughs> Why can't I think of the name? The little balls that you put inside of a, a BB gun. Yeah, yeah, a BB. Just a little BB. A BB. The fucking just flick him with your thumb and kill the rats. I would not. Like also, I, I I have to I have to say on the topic of Stone Ocean, I really like the uh, uh, the fact that White Snake has uh, nucleotides uh, put all over its body, and adenine is replaced with a delta symbol to recognize that it's incomplete. Yeah. Yes. Can appreciate. Hmm. Well, unless we want to do a part six JoJo review, which I don't think would work, since I think I'm the only one who's actually read all of part six. Yeah, I've only read like a little bit, like a third, maybe. It's it's really fucking goofy. <laughs> yeah, I I I, 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 I... Yeah, I, 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 I have not because I've I, I, I'm I have decided I would only like to to, to read, uh, not read, see Jojo in anime form. So I've held off on reading part six. You're not even going to read part seven. I'll watch part seven when it comes out. But that'll be years from now. Yeah, and I'll enjoy it when it comes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Matt, I'm gonna be on this. Planet. I'm gonna be on this planet for at least like sixty more years. I can wait. Damn. I, bro. I. Uh, I don't know. Else? Life's life's too short to not read JoJo. That's true. That's my thought. Well, that so just maybe you should also read JoJo. I've been reading JoJo. Die. Okay. Because if I die, I won't see the Silver Ball Run anime adaptation, so I have to live no matter what. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fair. Bye. We love you. We love you. We love you.